Welcome to the Power of Plushies podcast hosted by me, Human, and Humphrey. We're super excited. It's season three, start of a new year, and it's our our whole second year being on the show. We have an amazing super guest. We are really excited. Welcome Cosmo Bunny and Human Stephanie. Yay! We're so excited <laughs> to be here. I'm really thrilled. You know, you have a really incredible, compelling story. And when we were reading your email, um, it, it just really touched us. So thank you so much for coming on the show today and being open to talking to the plushy community about about your background. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. It's been a tough year for us and finding the community has definitely changed us for the better you know it's just been neat hearing everybody else's story but I'm just glad we get to finally share ours yeah well why don't you start out by telling me about about you about Cosmo maybe tell me about um you don't have to be exact if you don't want to, but just kind of tell me about how old you guys are, how you met, how long you've known each other. Well, Cosmo and I have met, I think we've been together about four or five years now. Okay. Um, I went to a craft boutique. I don't know. It was a bunch of vendors like Mary Kay and... Tupperware and a few other people that handmade stuff that came yeah. um, and it was just toasted at someone's house and that my mom knew and so we went over to visit and you know I was allowed at the end we found a vendor that was doing aprons and she was doing Steffi aprons along with that you got to pick out of a plush I think they were all secondhand from the thrift store Build-A-Bears most of them Mm -hmm. and so it was kind of neat to get to pick out Cosmo and and her apron that she came home with is the local football or college BYU and so as I brought her home we were trying to figure out a name she ended up being you know one of the ones that got kind of tossed aside for a while but you know the mascot for BYU is, is a her name Cosmo so I ended up naming her after that and the first outfit she came home in and you know it took a little bit of time before she became special to me you know I I ended up growing that attachment and when I started the Instagram account for her um it was because she was my current favorite stuffy at the time and she's just become something super special. We go on all kinds of adventures together. And yeah. Yeah, it's been really cool that she's, you know, her adoptive age is about five years old, and I'm almost 28. Very cool. You guys are, you guys have been together for a while now, then. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you do have a pretty interesting background, it, yeah. both you and your family. 
Oh yeah. Well, Steffi's have become a big part of our family. Um, you know, I grew up knowing about my aunt who collected stuffed animals and when she got to leave home, you know, she wasn't able to take her entire collection with her. And so mm -hmm. most of it stayed at grandma at her parents' house. And, and so I knew how important Steffi's were. My parents didn't make us have to choose whether to give them up and stuff. And so I grew up pretty big collection myself. But that is so sweet that they that they didn't like make you get rid of them or anything. Yeah, I have an aunt who their kids just starting to attach to them because that's how they were. Is that you can only have so many in the house, and yeah. you know, friends started to to learn that isn't a good gift to give them. You know, because they're gonna have to give up a new stuffed animal every time they get one, and so yeah. you know, I'm just grateful my parents didn't make us do that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, one Christmas, I think my youngest brother ended up, was having trouble with sleeping in the dark. He was just about to go into junior high, I think. And so my parents got, well, the current scene on TV, Glowy Bear for Christmas. Mm -hmm. And, no, no, my autistic brother threw an attachment to it that we had never seen from him. And he wanted that bear so badly. He was constantly yeah. stealing it from my brother. My brother had to That's do all so kinds of cute. things. <laughs> yeah, he named it Sam after his friend. And yeah, Sam just became a, an argumental problem for a long time. And my parents were like, we need this to stop. And so from the story they told me, um, they ended up talking to my brother if we get you a new bear, will you be willing to give this one to Christopher? And, and so we ended up giving, you know, we ended up buying a new bear. And, and so it just worked out perfectly that he got to keep Sam and he kept the name. And Sam became a part of our life. And we really have learned, you know, people with autism don't have an active imagination for imaginary play. You know, that's yeah. something that they don't do very often. And we've seen my brother time and time, you know, defeat the terrible labels that people put out there when you think of autism. You know, mm -hmm. no eye contact, don't, some social interaction, you know, they barely talk, you know, and he's just again and again grown beyond those and we've been able to get past that um so it's been awesome that we've been able to share that that's really amazing yeah you had kind of a funny story about disneyland and your brother your family's um, huge disney lovers <laughs> oh yeah this is weird Stuffed animals became to have a personality for me and not just something <laughs> that's a comfort item you carried around yeah. like a blanket. Mm -hmm. um, was that Sam Bear got snuck into Disneyland. I think we were, for safety reasons, our parents tried to make sure we left our stuff in the hotel room. And yeah. my, si my sister was in cahoots. We were celebrating birthdays every 
or trip we took that year. And yeah. we went in like November and there was no birthdays to celebrate. And <laughs> yeah, my sister was like, I have Sam Bear. And we're like, oh dear, you better not lose him. And we get to Disneyland and we go about our usual routine of we got to go to City Hall. We get our special assistance pass. At the yeah. time, it's just a card that says how many people are in your group and they will let you on the right side of people. Um, and, you know, we usually get my brother to ask for it because they can clearly see that we need it. And instead of asking for that, it's the first thing he pulls out Sam and is like, it's Sam's birthday. And the cast member is like, <laughs> all right, then how old is Sam? And starts writing him oh. a little birthday button. And at that point... Christopher was 11, and he decided Sam Bear's turning 12 that year, and, you know, he's only, I don't know, we had him for a few years at that time. It was neat to see that connection, and he was excited to show him around to everyone, because oh, everybody, was... everybody wished him a happy birthday. Cast members, princesses, you know, you name it. When we saw him, they wished him a happy birthday. It was just... I love uh, that. <laughs> it's definitely eye-opening to know he can have a personality beyond just a fluffy thing that sits there and waits until you get home from school. Heck yeah. So, you know, it started to grow. And I think, you know, my brother was always inquisitive and asking questions to Sam Bear. That my other brother was like so annoyed that he started to develop a voice and answer Christopher oh. and, <laughs> as the bear. And so... It was just the cutest thing that we have all had a connection, you know. I think that's just precious. Uh, He is amazing. It sounds like like you have a really nice family, too. Like, pretty supportive of each other. Oh, yeah. We've all got some form of autism or ADHD Mm -hmm. running through our family, and we it branches out to extended family members, and it's kind of been nice to be able to recenter ourselves with the connections from the, you know, Sam Bear and stuff. We've gone on a few um, autism awareness, 5K runs, walks. I don't know exactly what they are, but yeah, you know, Sam Bear is like the mascot for our our team. Oh, that's yeah. so cool. He's just become really special. Yeah. So tell me about your transition when you kind of became an adult. Um, And you're realizing you kind of have, you know, your own things that you're dealing with. Talk to me a little bit about that. Becoming an adult has been tricky. Because I... (laughs) Isn't it though? (laughs) Oh, yeah, I just watched a Disney Pixar short called 21-something. Some days you feel like a a human being, and other days you just feel like a stack of of kids in a a trench coat. You don't know what you're doing. Yes, yes. (laughs) Yeah, and it's it's cool to know that I'm not alone in how I feel. And, you know, trying to make it as an adult and all the stereotypical things coming around and hitting me from all directions. It's, mm. it's hard. You know, adults don't 
play with stuffed animals. They don't, you know, do a lot of things. And little by little, through the internet, you know, I started to develop who I was. But it was kind of hard with my mom pointing out, you know, the reason your brother can carry around a stuffed animal and not seem as weird as you can is that he's more disabled. He's full-blown autistic. They can see it. They can understand. He can carry it around. And so there was a little bit of backlog from that. And it was like, okay, well, yes, I'm not going to carry one around. You know, and it was hard trying to Mm -hmm. transition and try to be social. And eventually I found a Tumblr post, I think it was on someone's college. I was asking why isn't it more acceptable to carry stuffed animals in society? And someone answered with their college science project they did, and they just carried around a big giant stuffed bunny um, around with them everywhere they went. And they found nobody really had anything negative to say about it. You know, if they, wow. if they did, it was, I really like it. And the conclusion that she, I think the person came to was, it's not the norm, but nobody's going to bat an eye at it, you know. Yeah. They might look at you for a moment and be like, oh, I wish I was that brave. Or why does she think you need to carry one, you know, and move on. If they really care and really like it, then they will say something. And it just gave me more courage to be like, you know what, if I like it and it helps me make it through society and keep going every day, then I'm going to be me and stop worrying about everybody else around me. Yeah. Honestly, it it's so empowering to carry it, to carry like a stuffed animal around. It feels so fun and so good. Oh, yeah. It's a nice icebreaker gives people something to talk about you know and then you're all excited to talk about their personality and their traits and them as a person and it gets you opening up to be able to talk about yourself in comparison it's 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 cool you know i have yeah i just it makes you happy like you said it's an icebreaker it gives you something positive to talk about there's so much negativity and grumpy things in the world just talking about something happy and fun it's, it def- definitely oh. eases your mind to to wake up to them and know that they're just going to make everything better no matter what negativity comes your way no matter how hard it is you know i yeah. think with my autism comes a little bit of sensory overload sometimes just everything mm-hmm. around me hurts you know from people talking to the, the loud music and, and at work wherever I am it's just like I want to go back and crawl in bed be under a weighted blanket or something and yeah and being an adult you know it's like well if you don't go to work you and pay your bills then you don't get to be a member of society and you're gonna lose everything you've worked for yeah very productivity driven society and sometimes we don't feel that way we don't feel very you know 
productivity motivated. We just need like a sensory shift down, not shift up. Yeah. And having like these um, moments of comfort really help with coping. Yeah, I'm just able to take my, my Cosmo everywhere. She gets to be yeah. on the troubles everywhere. I have other stuffies that their their job is to protect the, the home fort. Yeah. Their job is to stay clean so that they don't bring in the the negativity, you know. Yeah. I wanna have no, a clean, I... Envi- clean environment in my bed so when I sleep I can have a, somebody else sometimes. Mm-hmm. But Cosmo has been everywhere. We've been camping. We've been to the grocery store. She's just a big help to make things easier. Yeah. I get it. Are you, can I ask, are you a One Direction fan? Yes, I am. Because you mentioned a little bit about that in your in your email. Oh, yeah. We definitely like One Direction. They're one of our favorites. We've <laughs> we've gone to a few concerts. Oh, that's uh, exciting. I don't think we ever got to see One Direction as a band, and if they ever do get back together, that's on our bucket list. But yeah. we've seen Niall Horn perform, and that's been a thrill. Wow. That's really cool. Yeah, I had a One Direction bear. I still have her. She's just in the pile of, you know, 100 and whatever stuffed animals. (laughs) I'm just like, oh, dear. Sorry. You need to take a a plushy tower picture with all of them. Oh, yeah. I have a whole ginormous hammock to store them at my boyfriend's. (laughs) It's it's great when we've... Gone along with having stuffed animals that, you know, he kind of was like, you know, my ex and I exchanged stuffed animals. So I have a few of my own, but it wasn't until I came into his life that he started to grow his own collection. It's like, and yet again, we have walked into build bear and both of us have walked out with a stuffed animal. How did that happen? <laughs> that is so sweet. I love yeah, it. most of him are the Star Wars named ones, and that's what he's totally into. And so we're oh, just yeah. like, we're like, it's great. <laughs> it's like what I can care care for your stuffed animals as much as you care for mine. That is so adorable. Do you have any? Um, I didn't write this in the in the pre questions, but I'm just curious. Do you have any favorite? hashtags that you like to participate in in the plushie community we i think before i started cosmo's account she was borrowing a little bit of my private account and and we had just i think either cut the middle of or the tail end of uh honey groves camp Hashtag oh, yes! Camp Hoopla Hooray! Yeah, yeah. And so we're just like, okay, well, maybe we'll go next year. You know, we made it a big point to, to finally start her account. Well, looking back, we started it in, right as the pandemic happened. Yeah. And it was was a big help to have something to focus on while all the negativity of 
virus is floating around yeah. is happening. And so, you know, we were able to, to participate in that to the point that we even were able to submit a submission to the booklet, the handout. I can't cool. remember the, pack, the camp packet. So, yeah, we have a craft project in there. That is awesome. So, so it was lots of fun being a part of that. We also try to participate on Tea Party Tuesday. We're also a big supporter of Steffi Scouts. Yes. That is a big deal. I'm getting to see all the fun events and all the different things there. We're always a lot of people it. love Steffi Scouts. And obviously oh. the tea party. <laughs> oh yeah. So we're always looking forward to new hashtags when they appear and trying to join. It gives us a sense of direction on what are we gonna post today? Well Yeah. What hashtags available, you know? Yeah. I think we've seen the scavenger hunts and we never can catch them quite it's right. It's always fun to yeah, it's fun to try new things though in the community. And oh, yeah. I think it's a, a nice way to meet new friends too. Oh yeah, you can to to having those hashtags you can follow them, which is a nice thing that and then you can be like, Okay, I keep seeing this person participating so much that I'm like I like their posts and so I'm gonna you know, follow them. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's a great way to like get to know new people that you otherwise probably wouldn't have met. Yeah, especially getting to share you know, all the food that's brought to the tea party. It's like, it has definitely grown over the years I, I've seen. Yeah. It's like, you know, there's been times we have had to Google, what is that exactly? Oh. <laughs> okay, that's a traditional treat of their homeland. Okay. Yeah, it's fun, isn't it? How did uh, you guys, so you said you were originally borrowing... Cosmo was originally borrowing your account and then you just decided to make make one for him at that point did you already know about the plushy community or or were you kind of surprised we were surprised how big it actually is I think we were following accounts that are more Asian they have a Disney stuffed animal called Duffy Bear Duffy Mm -hmm. is apparently Mickey Mouse's teddy bear from Minnie Mouse. I think that's the Asian story. Aww. They changed it in America a little bit. Mickey was going on vacation or something, and Minnie got him a bear, and so Duffy became his bear. And so over there in the Asian culture, we saw a lot of people that would take Duffy out and, you know, take photos of Duffy. And so that's where, you know, we we had a Duffy that we were taking photos uh, of, and Eventually that tapered off and I started another, you know, more private adult account that Cosmo was following people on. And I was like, you know, we need to probably separate this because we need a more family friendly place to follow these people. Yeah. And so that's where I started Cosmo's account was so that she can be a part of all the fun hashtags and post her own stuff and we can start to get to know everybody a little bit better not just be another face that we see scrolling through instagram yeah and that's when it blew up for us it's like we couldn't believe how big and wide this was we just thought 
you know, it's just a silly little thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we also found some YouTubers. I think it was right before Copa child infringement happened for YouTube. Some plushy accounts that were doing YouTube, and it seems like they've kind of tapered off. Life's gone busy for them, slash all the new YouTube rules and regulations just make it harder to post, I think, there. Okay. So, you know, that's one of the other places we got to know stuffies. But it was just that's... like a big surprise that the Instagram community is huge. It's very huge. What about, um, does Cosmo have a voice or... Or how do you guys communicate? I think we typically communicate telepathically. She just kind of yeah. under- understands me. But um, um, when she does have a factory default voice, I didn't, being a secondhand plushie, you never know what you're going to get when you find voice boxes yeah. and, plush- and plushies. And I. Don't know if this will work, but we'll see. I love you. I love you. I don't know if you heard that. Oh, that is so sweet. Yes, I did hear it. Yeah, she's very sweet. That is her her voice, and I feel like I build off of that, you know. And the new I love you sound isn't as cute as this one that they did ages ago, and I just... Love it. It's her way to remind me I'm here for you and I love you and I care about you. And yeah, you know, together our motto is we can do tough things. You know, some mornings yeah. we wake up and we don't want to do this or we don't want to be an adult. We got to make a scary phone call to some office and talk to some random people about something we'd rather not be doing. You know, yeah, exactly. And we just we're like, we can do it. We're like, this podcast, you know, and we can do tough things. We can come and share our story with everybody and, you know, be a part of everything. I love your story. I think you have a really inspiring, uplifting story. It's, it's super cool. And like you said, you know, not all disabilities are, are huge. Sometimes they're, little ones that you don't necessarily see or acknowledge or know about. Like not everyone can see these little things. And um, yeah. these plushies are so helpful and uh, huge, hugely helpful. Oh yeah. It's, you know, around here there's been, you know, church settings that we've heard stories of people who are too quick to judge, you know, just because you're looking at the person sitting in their car, you know, they are about to try to steal the parking spot that you want. You know, it's yeah. really close and convenient. And if you just realize, you know, they're mentally handicapped, they can't get out of the car as quickly and as easily as you can. And, you know, you got to be nice mm-hmm. to, to that. And some people forget, you know, you can't see all handicaps right up front. Some were mental and yes, we've listened to some awful stories of, of people that just are like, well, you don't want handicapped, therefore you should 
get up and move like you're not handicapped. And it's like, really? Really? We've had that. Yeah, we've had that in our own home, too, because my son has some physical limitations and he doesn't look like he does. And he doesn't always, you know, sometimes he can move around okay and other days he can't. And um, we've had the same thing. And it's really um, disheartening people's Mm -hmm. reactions, you know. And this, yeah. Grocery stores have started implementing handicap shopping carts and it's it's always a tough decision. Yeah. To to know is the right person gonna take it or, or are they gonna be mean about it and be like, My kid is tired and I want her to be able to rest. It's like you don't need it, you're taking it away from somebody else. They only get a limited number of them and if you are using it when somebody who truly needs it then then you're just being yeah. evil for no yeah. reason. Exactly. Like mm-hmm. there's sometimes when you when you really need it and sometimes when people don't actually and Yeah. And I've heard about all kinds of different well, disabilities where some people's disability is that I can I can walk, but I can't walk for long periods of time. So if I'm going out to run errands then I need my wheelchair. You know, I can't leave home without it. Because yeah. my knees could give out at any moment and I wouldn't be able to catch myself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and like for for me, for example, I can I can walk. I'm fine physically, but the mental aspect of it, like sometimes, I don't know when I'm gonna have a meltdown. <laughs> and so. Oh yeah, it's kind of the, the same way over here. You know, the sensory situation. It's like okay. If we're going to be able to go out into public, you know, we got to make sure we have everything we need to be able to to focus and to get away. Kind of yeah. go take time to breathe and try again. You know. Yes, try again. That's the thing. We got to keep trying. And so, no, I get it. And um, I do know, like you were talking about the grocery stores. I think that's one place where. I feel relatively okay because, or pharmacies, because I feel like you can always, at least I can, I feel this way where I live, ask a worker for assistance too, if I'm really mm-hmm. having a, a meltdown. Oh, and, yeah. you know, I can at least ask for assistance, but not oh. every place I, I know is like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think we saw it in the what was it a social media post about a a restaurant in Japan where they um, serve you via bear claw it's just a hole in the wall yes and a bear claw comes out it's like it's all kinds of things to help people with social anxiety it's like really cool that, that is you don't so even cool. You have to see an actual person if you don't want to see an actual person. Yeah. I'm like, eh, I wish there were more things like that in America, but you know, we got what we got. And we're working with what we have, and we're getting better, I think, too, at acknowledging it. But like, 
I think there's a lot of a lot of plushy people that would love something like that where we get a little bit more shy or we get a little bit more anxious and something like that might be super beneficial for someone who is you know we're kind of grateful our current you know dentist office does text messaging and so we are able to communicate our needs all via text Mm -hmm. message and we can be like we didn't have to call a single person and we're happy about that you too (laughs) yeah it's like it's starting to become a more additional trait that's starting to be implemented everywhere but we're slowly getting there and i just can't wait for it to be more accessible you know it's part of our goal is to bring awareness to the things we need you know we have a friend in Oklahoma that wants us, you know, helping her small town um, with having um, workout sessions for people with disabilities so they can come mm-hmm. in and they can ha- work with a trainer or guided workout sessions that are in an environment that work for them, you know, don't have to deal with all the bright lights and, you know, the music is a little bit softer, you know, and it's more suited for them. Because being in a a small town, you don't get a lot of options for disability help. Whereas I live in such a bigger city, you know, I can, you know, within five to ten minutes, I'm already in the next city. Yeah. And we have so much help here, but it's just like, oh, dear. I can't believe some people are not aware of the needs of people around them. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate, you know, you helping to raise awareness and just talking about it all. It's so beneficial and so helpful. And I have um, another question. Where is there any wish that Cosmo would like to wish for you? Well, I think she's just having that she's a part of my big giant family and that she's been so important to me to help, you know, keep me motivated and to keep me going, especially Mm -hmm. as we're working to change jobs, Yeah, you know, open in the school district with serving lunches, I think. And so it's just, you know, one of the, she just wishes that I can continue to, and to keep growing and to help her grow her Instagram with her and that we can meet so many more amazing friends. I think you will. I think you're, you know, you're on the right track and I think you're, you're going to meet many wonderful people and make a lot of great friendships. Yeah. Well, Stephanie, where can people find you in Cosmo? What's your Instagram handle? We can be found on Instagram at Steffi underscore Cosmo. So that's S-T-U-F-F-I-E underscore Cosmo, C-O-S-M-O. It's been super fun talking to you today, and I hope everybody goes, checks you out, gives you a follow and um has a wonderful a wonderful time in the new year.